0: Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking
1: horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider.
2: Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with
0: the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, (laughs) baby! Yeah!
3: Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital Broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, in the studio with my co-host, Paulette Stout. Lovely to have you with us this week. Thank you. Gonna start off with a little bit of news today from the horse world. Uh, We were a little bit excited because the big face-off between Uh, those horses' war of will and maximum security was gonna happen in Pennsylvania Derby, but it's not. Mm. Because unfortunately, maximum security is not very well. Came down with some colic uh, this week and was rushed to the veterinary clinic uh, for examination. Fortunately, he did not have to have surgery, which is good news, but uh, needs some time to recover. Probably about two and a half to three weeks off and uh, hopefully we'll see him back racing again soon but uh, always put the horse first and uh, mm-hmm. fortunately they found him in the afternoon not feeling very well and knew something wasn't very uh, wasn't quite right and and uh, took him straight to the vet so um, uh, unfortunate but we will not see that face off <coughs> uh, in the in the PA derby well they'll
4: be planning other things I'm sure
3: yes they will indeed and uh, yeah. you know of course famous for the big disqualification in the Derby yes uh, this year and uh, uh, you know just uh, not not as exciting mm-hmm. as the Pennsylvania Derby might have yeah. been, but of course we wish all the best to, certainly to War of Will with the wonderful Mark Cassie uh, connection. My mom and I have a horse in training with Mark Cassie right now. So.
4: Oh, you do? Yeah. She when? just went
3: down to Gulfstream Park, so she should hopefully race in right. the next What's her name? couple of weeks. She hasn't had an official name. She's Gabby. <laughs> really? we got to give her a fancy name. Yeah. My mom's, my mom's got a name, not me. I'm just the supervisor. (laughs) I just just text everybody and tell them what to do. Wow. Uh, Tax Shack's famous horse yard sale is coming up at the end of the month, and uh, you can't miss that. It should be a uh, a great sale as always, uh, store-wide, even clearance items, and that'll be the 28th, the 29th of September, and you know you have to get in there and uh, sell your old stuff and buy new stuff. Uh, What do they say, one man's rubbish is another man's?
4: Treasure. (laughs) <laughs> Treasure. I love that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You gotta get in there and save some money anyway. You can sell the oh old stuff and no, it's a great
3: community event. It's always a load of fun. So um.
4: It's the best. Everybody looks forward to it. I can't yeah, wait. I, I get up at like three o'clock in the morning, feed the whole farm and leave. Then leave. And See take, that, you can do take, it. You can do it. Take a
3: flashlight. <laughs> it's an iconic event in our community, and it's uh, very exciting. Almost two weeks after Irish Olympian Kevin, uh, Kevin Babington fell at the Hampton Classic, um, he, is, uh, he actually injured his spinal cord, and he actually got pneumonia afterwards which happens quite a lot when they do the, mm-hmm. the tracheal um, intubation so he did get pneumonia um, he's recovering from that they're working on getting him back stable again his team is looking at a possible stem cell trial i guess the key is getting that inflammation down because the inflammation is what causes damage in the spine so um, and i guess there was no sever but the inflammation that happened was at the c3 and c4 area um, and I say he should go and see my chiropractor, Dr. Mm. Bruce, <laughs> who's brilliant, by the way. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's lots of prayers to, you know, all yeah. connected there, because we certainly want to see him make a recovery. Mm. I know there's, um, fundraising you know to help with Do they the, know
4: any of the prognosis of it they're saying they don't know
3: or? no they're saying they don't know the outcome it really depends on I guess the the key is they, they dropped his bo- body temperature at one point down mm-hmm. as low as they possibly mm-hmm. could because I guess getting that inflammation down yep. is yeah. is absolutely key to mm-hmm. how fast he recovers and how well he recovers yeah. um, they hope that his active lifestyle and his determined attitude helps him recover um, mm-hmm. and have a better prognosis, but um, there's no way of saying it. it's a kind of a month-to-month basis right now, but he's apparently remaining very, very positive which is um, and upbeat, but he's that kind of guy, mm-hmm. hoping for the best, um, and, uh, and the horse community has come out in huge support um, for him as well, which is, uh, which is fantastic. On a rather sad note, Something I was quite upset about um, to read uh, was millions of donkeys are currently being killed for their hides every year. Apparently, the numbers in the last three years have um, absolutely quadrupled. Apparently, um, overwhelmed slaughterhouses only have one stun bullet for every five donkeys. There's an absolute craze right now. Where is this? This is going on apparently in in China and other countries. They've come under threat due to the skyrocketing demand for a gelatin derived from boiling donkey's hides. Mm. Apparently it's prescribed as a treatment for everything from infertility and wrinkles to cancer. It has um, medicinal properties that have never been proven, but it has um, seen use by China's ruling class for centuries. Uh, like rhino horns and the tooth of tiger, and the ingredients remain too rare and expensive for the bulk of the population. But now, with the big birth of the middle class in China, apparently it's become now a big thing, and all of a sudden um, the, there's a big demand for luxury goods in China, and it's and it's huge, and it's risen. So it's only for the hide, yeah, and that and that and oh. apparently it's. Um, it's gone from around $30 a kilogram in 2000 to over $780 a kilogram today. in, uh, in, in the, That's reported from Chinese media reports. And um, donkey prices in parts of Africa have quadrupled, increasing the motivation of smugglers and making cash offers harder for donkey owners to resist. So donkey owners are like, well, yeah, I'll take the money and then they don't have a donkey. And so it's um, it's a crazy thing that's going on, and it's so upsetting to me to think about these precious donkeys. Um, and then entire families are also going you know, in well, jeopardy they, because in the, the donkey, is, <clears throat> they rely on the donkey for their yeah, absolutely.
4: Even in the UK,
3: there's a donkey rescue because I used to have it on Facebook. Yes, uh, Brook USA. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the donkey rescue. Yeah, yeah. it's really sad though yeah. to, to think that that's going on. That there's such a demand that people have to have something that badly that yeah, that isn't These proven, animals are is, isn't proven. Yeah. No, it's it's mm-hmm. even if it's proven, I'm sorry, it's a donkey. Yeah. You can go without your wrinkle remover. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Sorry, just my opinion. What can uh. I say? Jessica Springsteen took the biggest win of her career on September 14th with a scintillating victory in the Longines Global Champions Tour Grand Prix of Real Mattel in Saint-Tropez, France, in a high-caliber 14-strong jump-off. Congratulations to okay. Jessica Springsteen. Um, she was riding a 12-year-old bay mare and um, beat second-place rider Peter Devos by just over a second. It's pretty exciting for her because she's going to actually now compete. Um, from that win, the finals, she'll compete in New York, mm-hmm. and actually that will be like where her family are. So her dad, Bruce Springsteen, and, and all that, will all be uh, Isn't that cool? All be present, so her whole family will be there. So, pretty cool. How
4: did that reigning horse girl, remember the young girl that uh, competed for the million?
3: Oh, Sh- uh, Shannon Rafer-Storch. Yeah, I know, how, I need to follow up with her, don't I? I was wondering how she did. Yeah, and we need to follow up with her. Yeah. We need to find out. Um, Windstar, Elliot Walden, uh, commented on the Keeneland sale. So did Kerry Brogdon. Absolutely incredible sale as, at Keeneland. Been absolutely amazing. Yeah. The prices have been <sighs> off the charts. Uh, we've seen this. Time and time. Yes. When somebody wants it, really they're gonna up. buy it. When yep. they have
4: the money, they're gonna buy yep,
3: it. Absolutely. Gotta end this news segment with a couple of comments. Bob Baffett. I do not believe him and his team gave justify anything deliberately to uh, for the Santa Anita Derby I just have to say That is a naturally occurring substance that cannot possibly be measured. Uh, Whether or not that was in feed hay, uh, bedding, uh, uh, can't say. And I also don't believe that American pharaoh bit Vice President Pence. Sorry, American pharaoh has never been known to bite anybody. (laughs) I think he was confused and it was justified. Who bites everybody? (laughs) Gotta wrap this new segment up. We'll be back. We have a vet segment uh, with Dr. Tim Lynch coming up on the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton.
2: This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the horse talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com.
3: Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm Louisa Barton and in the studio with me I have Dr. Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith. And we're going to talk about a couple of touchy subjects in the horse world, especially at the moment. Um, One of course is the heartbreak heartbreak of um, the loss of life of a horse and we hate to see that. Uh, in any sport any person or animal uh, that gets hurt it's very very tragic and terribly upsetting Uh, and the last thing that we ever want to hear is any kind of negative uh, social media or news about it Um, certainly i believe from my perspective that all the people involved in the different um, horse competitions whether it be racing or anything else do their absolute utmost to keep the horses as safe as they possibly can. But no sport is truly safe, and um, we do see horses break down. What I'd like to ask um, Dr. Lynch is, when is an injury in a horse catastrophic, and when is it the decision to have to uh, euthanize the horse?
5: Um, It's a good subject. (laughs) The biggest thing you look for is a couple of things. and it's be more of outcome based. Can the horse actually be a pasture sound horse? Meaning that if everything went well and you fixed this horse, could that horse actually be in a pasture, you know, sound, not in chronic pain, and not requiring medicines for the rest of its life to have some type of quality of life? So a lot of those uh, different injuries can unfortunately not be fixed to a point where they can allow that uh, outcome for a horse to be happy, um, uh, get access to water and feed and such like that, and be a horse with a good quality of life, which can be different for many different people. Unfortunately, some injuries are just so catastrophic, uh, mostly long bone fractures, uh, open fractures, uh, pelvic fractures or spine fractures. Uh, Those usually tend to um, necessarily mean the euthanasia of the horse, uh, mostly because from a humane standpoint, it's not fair for the horse to suffer, the people to suffer, the owners and such like that, and the racing public to suffer as well. So for those types of injuries, which are rare actually, uh, that uh, means destroying the horse. Uh, so it can vary depending on, and it's not just race horses that get injured, there's um, other injuries and in all sorts of other different horse related events. So it kind of comes and goes as far as the severity, uh, what it takes to actually truly try to fix that um, n- with what we have as far as uh, instruments and plates and screws and things like that. If you're talking real bad breakdowns, can't, pick, can't really fix the pelvis in a full grown horse, uh, foals possibly. Uh, so those types of things can now uh, be taken into in account when you look at the horse, the injury that the horse has and then what it would take to get that horse to be a a sound pasture horse, or a horse that can get around the field, enjoy life, uh, possibly be a a breeding animal of some sort, but not necessarily just um, be a pain-free life with a good quality of life and not suffering. So that's kind of what you look at when you're starting to talk about uh, breakdowns or injuries that necessarily mean that the horse needs to be put to sleep.
3: Yes, and that's always very sad. And then then the controversial topic of of Lasix, which has, again, been in the news uh, a lot lately uh, about discontinuing it for stakes races 2020, 2021, um, not using it anymore on race day, and the concerns um, over safety and whether Lasix is masking other things or... Uh, Any other concerns with it? What are are your thoughts on Lasix and the use
5: of it? Yeah, I think this stems from the recent rash of breakdowns at Santa Anita. And um, the unfortunate thing is that um, some of those jurisdictions are taking uh, race day Lasix away from the horse. And there's horses, unfortunately, that do suffer from exercise-induced pulmonary hemorrhage uh, or they're bleeders and maybe some of those horses uh, may be tied to the breakdowns and things like that. I don't know of any evidence that giving Lasix leads to breakdowns. Right. Uh, It may in of itself be those uh, older horses that need Lasix to race or we should find uh, or do research uh, more which is ongoing into bleeders and find substitutes than Lasix. Lasix is used, uh, I wouldn't say it's common, but it's it's hard to you want say you did one thing and another thing happened, so right. it's hard to tie the two together. Agreed. Uh, and a lot of those horses um, that need Lasix in order to race their, to their potential and uh, to ward off the bad effects of um, exercise-induced hemorrhage, uh, and, and some of those tend to be a little older horses. They've raced a fair bit. Uh, maybe there's some uh, tie in there that you can make, or but I think Lasix, unfortunately, is. It's different in every racing jurisdiction. It's uh, always been around. Uh, they don't really use it in Europe. Right. Uh, so it's kind of one of those topics that's really a hot button issue for the racing industry. Uh, I know the AAP has been directly involved in research and finding out n- hopefully new alternatives, the best way to use Lasix, trying to get uh, a standard going uh, for all jurisdictions. Uh, so it's it's one of those touchy subjects, like you said, that. Uh, can or can't be used uh, against or for racing, Uh, but I think there's a lot of horses that truly need it uh, in order to to race and race to their potential and for their careers. Yeah,
3: and to be comfortable, especially uh, one of the things that crossed my mind about it is for horses who are really accustomed to that Mm -hmm. and need it to have it taken away would certainly challenge them with their abilities and then perhaps also challenge their, their health
5: Right. So that not, would be I'm not saying they're using it as a crutch to race these horses. And of course those horses, they need time to heal and, they're, and they're repair their lungs and things like that. Um, humans do the same, right? Right. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things that uh, to try and tie all the breakdowns and such with everything going on uh, to racing, it could be a matter of just coincidence. Um, but again, uh, and I think having at least a substitute uh, for that treatment of that uh, problem is certainly warranted. It needs to be controlled and um, it needs to have a, a jurisdiction of some sort, uh, maybe uniform across the United States. Uh, but that is again, it's been around for as, I don't know, as long as horses have been racing. Uh, but again, I think it's hard to tie them all together. Um, so I think you know, uh, trying to come to a, a consensus on it would mm-hmm. be helpful I do and too. get everybody. And I know there's the Uh, The trainers and the racing consortium and AAP and veterinarians are all trying to work and talk together and try to come up with a policy or at least a plan how to use it.
3: Yeah and I think you know that goes back to what we've been saying on the show for for weeks and that is that what you mentioned across the board one policy at every track at least across the entire US where everybody's on the same page and everybody knows what is and is not allowed and and as we mentioned earlier in the break when we were talking AAEP supporting you know research to find an alternative that Maybe is you know more acceptable in some way uh, that that may be the answer you know and, and finding that alternative that fits that maybe there aren't any questions or concerns about could be a, could be a big part of the, the change but I certainly think the research maybe ahead of the discontinuing might right. be you know right. might be a might be a better way to go at least for the sake of the horses so that they can uh, reach the best of their you know possible potential and have have right. their ability to uh, be healthy race and and hopefully win, right? That's, right. What, that's what we're after. So it's wonderful to hear your opinion. Anything else that uh, you want to say about that? I mean, it's been a big topic of, uh, you know, back and forth, and I, I don't share the negative social media. I like the, the positive <laughs> side of, uh, of things. So, uh, you know, I think that the race world as a whole, uh, we've talked about this several times, there are bad eggs everywhere. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. Thank you, Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. In the studio with me, co-host and top equestrian, Paulette Stout. And joining us, we have special guest, Patty Long. I've been begging her for a few weeks to come in, since I was so impressed when I saw that she was riding in the Mongol Derby. And I want to do that, Patty. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I know that you have uh, quite a lot of accolades and a different uh, multidiscipline rider and a horsewoman, so I don't want to just concentrate on that, although it's pretty impressive. Uh, But let's start at the beginning. How did you get started in horse riding?
1: I grew up on a cattle ranch in central Florida. And, you know. Like around this area? Yes. And so, just riding, you know, as a child on the farm. And then I became interested in hunters, and I started riding with Leslie Fox, and she introduced me to fox hunting. That's pretty much like how I started, fox Mm -hmm. hunting. Just loved getting on and going for a gallop. Yes. And how old were you the first time you went? I think I was 13, the first time I went fox hunting, and I started whipping in as a junior whip at 15. Wow, exciting, huh? Mm -hmm. It's such an adventure. It is. It I never is.
3: liked actually catching the fox because I liked the fox. I actually just went, you know, of course because we did live, right? you know, it was in right. England. So I never really wanted to catch the fox. I just
1: wanted to go for the gallop. Well, most of ours is coyotes in Florida. Oh. We don't run very many fox and coyote are very, very fast. So it really wow. is the thrill of the chase.
3: I didn't realize that you. I do didn't that. know that either. I yeah. Look at that! They say yeah. you learn something new every day.
1: <laughs> I had <have> no <laughs> idea. But how do you How do you know where the coyotes are? It's pretty much the same area, like a fox. They live in the palmettos and in the forests in Florida. And there's a lot yeah. more of them. There, there are foxes, so it's very fun. Well, no they are they
4: are very hard to find, and they're so sheepish. I mean, we have an excellent pack. Wow! We so really they do. can find them. Mm-hmm. Very good at it. So
3: how is the the dog selection, how does that work with dog selection and training to teach them to find a
1: coyote? Well, our hounds, we've bred most of them Mm -hmm. and drafted from several other hunts. So it really is just, you know, kind of like a border collie. It's ingrained in them to herd. A foxhound is the same thing. They're just natural hunters. And when they're, as puppies, entered into a mature pack, they learn the game pretty quickly. So are you using? You're not using beagles. You're using no, no. They're foxhounds, foxhounds.
3: Mm-hmm. Not neat. Um. And are you so do, and do you? How often are you hunting?
1: Twice a week. Twice a the week. The season started last week, and we'll hunt twice a week through the beginning of March.
4: Now, do you catch the coyotes?
1: No, that's very seldom that they will happen to catch one. Um, you know, coyotes are very fast and they're very smart. So that's what I said. I yeah. Do you find yeah, that? You know, generally that would be natural selection when that happens. Hmm.
3: Kind cool. of interesting. Mm-hmm. So you rarely catch one? Very rarely. And is there a blooding like type of thing when you do, like there is with the fox hunting? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: can only remember one, one fox hunt that we caught a fox when I was a little girl and I only remember one time and they were doing the bloody and I said to my mom, I want to go home,
1: <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to do that part. I was baby. I was like, no, I want to leave. <laughs> well, every now and then we will actually run a fox. Every now and then, and we're all so excited when it does happen, but most of the time it's coyote and bobcat. Really, yeah. how interesting. And twice a week. Mm-hmm. Wednesday evenings and Saturday mornings. I'll I would think you. a bobcat would be a little tough on the dogs. <laughs> no, it's it's very similar <laughs> as a fox and then it just uh, the same as our gray foxes at trees.
3: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Really? How interesting.
1: So any other riding that you've done? Oh, lots of other riding. Some rodeo stuff and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah every rodeo. <laughs> I swear. And I did ride on a pretty interesting drill team for five or six years. Um, it was kind of like square dancing on horseback, and 16 horses running a figure eight in an arena at a run. So that will get your heart pumping a little yes. bit. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Everything on horses is fun, isn't it? It is. Have you ever found anything that you really didn't like? Because I haven't. Um, no. I <laughs> 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 When you like horses and like events, it's really fun.
1: Yeah, it so is. So you've
4: done a lot of different um, things that aren't even sort of related. Like, the drill yeah. team
1: to fox hunting. I think it just comes from growing up on a, a farm, you mm-hmm. know, on the farm life. And yeah. So then, you know, you can kind of go one direction or the other. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a. It's the love of the horses. and Yeah. And like you, look at all the different, you know, I equestrian know, activities I, I know, you do and, with, and just even with just the gypsy vanners.
4: Yeah, but I have a Mustang now.
1: <laughs> I have some Arabians, and I... Breed um, some field hunters. Out of the Arabians? So, no, no. I have a Clydesdale stallion, and so you I cross, cross him, Yes. Yeah. But the Arabians are kind of, you know, a whole Arabians different. and
4: thoroughbreds are so good to cross on those Clydesdales and, mm-hmm. and all kinds of drafts.
1: How many horses do you
4: have?
3: I have about sixteen. Wow. About she says. Any time you say about, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got a lot. I know. Uh,
1: well,
3: Any time s- people say how many horses
1: you have, and you go, um, mm-hmm. um, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, the number might have changed <laughs> yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I
3: lost count. Yeah.
1: I know, but I love ponies in particular. I, I love sport ponies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. really my thing, yeah. and I, mostly I hunt ponies.
4: Yes, yeah, so ponies are a great ponies thing, and that's yep. so fun mm-hmm. to hunt mm-hmm. the right yep.
1: size. And I love to fix ponies. I love naughty ponies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Naughty Ponies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I came off
3: to Naughty Ponies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I, had my, I had my times. I
4: but those are really what teaches you. It's true. Uh, they really do. Ponies yeah. teach you. Yeah,
3: Naughty Ponies are great, are great lesson boards <laughs> for a young rider. <laughs> They are.
1: Well, would you like to hunt some naughty ponies? I would love to hunt I've a got naughty pony. Really? Ponies. I do. Oh, if
3: you put me on a naughty pony, we'd make a video of that. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we come with a camera for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> are you kidding? People would pay money to see that. Me on a naughty pony. I haven't hunted in like, what, 20 years? <laughs> yeah. I That's have a so super fun.
1: round little halflinger mare that she's not naughty at all, though. She's oh, really, so very funny. fabulous. And she'll jump the big coops. The
4: halflingers seem to be very popular, even doing dressage and cross country mm-hmm. yeah
1: Oh no,
3: well fine that would be mm-hmm. lovely yeah so switch up to like the mongol derby
1: falls in line with the naughty Ponies. yes right? it does <laughs> like
3: boom. so tell me about yeah. that
1: um i don't how know does that, that
3: get um, how did that even get on your like
1: i don't bucket know list? i don't know i've started following it um probably eight or nine years ago and every year, when it would come about, Can I was like... Can you explain the whole thing? <laughs> how much <laughs> so time do not have? Okay, i so let you know when <laughs> we have to
3: go to break. <laughs> the Mongol
1: Derby is a 1,000-kilometer horse race mm-hmm. on the steppes of Mongolia. Mm-hmm. You have 10 days to complete this 1,000 kilometers. Which is how far? 630 miles. Okay. Um, you only are allowed 11 pounds of gear, and you stay with nomadic families. So they feed you. It's an
4: adventure.
1: They do feed you. Okay, we'll do that. They do. They I feed know. you mutton, mutton and Oh, no, and no, no, yeah. no, yeah, no, no, you have know, to, the go whole, to go here yeah. <laughs> if we're going to do this. The whole um, no, no, feeding no, no, no. thing is kind of. I
4: will come out 100
1: pounds. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really eat. Oh, I can't imagine. I, I wouldn't eat. be eating. Yeah. Um, so it's 1,000 kilometers. So we have two have minutes, but days. we have
3: two minutes, but we're going to come back and finish it up. Yeah, so we've we got to we'll, know about wherever this. Wherever we get to, we will we'll finish it up. So mutton and um, mutton and and a thousand
1: kilometers and a
3: thousand kilometers and that's which is always, And how Eleven
1: pounds. You can only take eleven pounds a gear. That includes everything: your sleeping bag, your change of clothes, any snacks, your phone. Snacks? You know, I mean, only
3: 11 pounds of snacks. I'd have to weigh my <laughs>
1: phone. I did. I did. This has to be, this has to go. And then think about, you know, there's no electricity, so you can't. So you don't
4: have toilet paper?
1: No. You and, bring your own. And running water? None. No refrigeration. 11 uh,
3: pounds doesn't include water as well.
1: No, it does not.
3: Okay. That's it does good. not include that would water.
1: Be tough. Um, but it does include your, you know, like, chlorine tablets to (laughs) sterilize your water (laughs) because it's not running water. Wow. So how how many days do you have to complete
4: the 1,000 kilometers, which is
1: 660 miles? 630. 630. 630 And you have 10 days. 10 Um, days. Right. The gentleman that won it this year was a little over seven days.
5: Why
1: don't we have, we don't have any pictures of this. You do, they posted the silliest one, I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, race, Where's the
4: pictures? We um, have pictures.
1: They have not <laughs> released all of the pictures yet. I was I'm hoping they. that they would. When was this? What date? What date? date? <laughs> I think the race started on the 7th of August. It's all kind of a blur. I can we imagine. this
3: segment up, but we have got good news for you. We are coming back with Patty Long. We have to get to do another <laughs> segment with her and ask her some, uh, some more questions. I'm, I'm pretty interested to hear about the rest of the adventure and planning my future adventure to for work.
1: us going to mongolia yeah. is it worth that That's it is amazing it is worth it
3: we'll be back in really? just a few minutes yes. on the horse talk show presented really by is. peterson and smith equine hospital I'm
2: <laughs> this show is sponsored in part by all in the like, more, like jockey and horse Shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now, or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is sponsored in part by Earth Song Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earth Song Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earth Song Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com.
3: Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. I'm your host, Louisa Button. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa in the studio. With me, co-host Paulette Stout, and special guest, equestrian, Patty Long. We've been talking about fox hunting, uh, coyote hunting, <laughs> uh Bobcat. Yeah, bobcat hunting, <laughs> uh, fun stuff. And then going to Mongolia to, uh, to run in a, in a derby that is 630 miles uh, in 10 days uh, with 11 pounds of stuff and eating mutton, mm. staying with nomads, sounds mm. like an adventure to me. I, I want to do it. I'm dying to do it. <laughs> Tell us more.
1: Oh, where did we leave off? Well, you start, how did
4: you get into it, number
1: one? Okay. I started following the race because there's a group of people called dot watchers. Uh And every year, I don't know if you guys watched, but you can follow the GPS, go across the step. Uh So it's very, very exciting. So I started following that and then I'm like, I think I can do this. I want to do this. I think I can do it. And then about three years ago, I started getting really serious about it. And when the race was running in 2018, I pushed the button, the apply button. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I just oh. was certain I did. And they called me like two days later <laughs> and <laughs> did an interview, and then said you're in. And I was like, what? So how many people do they take? Forty-five. Forty-five people to run the race internationally. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so how do you how do you get in? You go on the Adventurist.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It
1: is um, a company that does some outlandish things like mm-hmm. the mongol derby mm-hmm. and you push the little button that says apply to me in the race and then how you, many people right, apply um there was 2200 last year
3: and you got picked in the 45 I did.
1: isn't it weird the feeling you get when they when they tell you that you were accepted is like what have okay I done? now what <laughs> yeah what, what have i done and you then know? does it
3: cost Do you have to pay an entry yes, fee yes there you is know?
1: a pretty substantial entry fee but it is a large race. I mean, there's, you, there's 29 horse stations, so you have approximately 31 ponies per rider. And then every horse station is manned by another herding family. And then it's an endurance race, so there's, you know, vets, and medics and so there. so you're with that entry fee then you're given certain horses that you Tons, use that you've never ridden before yes right? yes well you, you have, have to even... choose them they're all sort of lined up on a line and as you come into a horse station you kind of play a game of charades with the herder because they speak Mongolian and then you have to sort of pick a, horse. pick a horse and then you get on and see what happens oh are they broke no no. <laughs> no. Let's back up. To and exactly
4: what kind of saddle is on them? You're not riding um, bareback the whole no. time.
1: There's a company called Franco C in South Africa that makes these special saddles for this race. That saddle right there. Um, the, look, they're Mongolian ponies. They are. They are caught wild, semi-feral Mongolian ponies. So getting on is (laughs) (laughs) getting on is a little bit of a challenge. Um, I was pretty good. I have started several.
0: uh, You in a rope
3: halter? Yes. Two in a rope halter and a semi-broke goat goat
1: Mongolian pony. Yeah. Um, I've started (laughs) several wild horses (laughs) Um, and, you know, you just approach it and sort of try and get a feel for one. See if you can make a little bit of a connection and (laughs) then um, you get on and go and And decide where you're going before you get on. (laughs) (laughs) Like in the right direction. Right, right, right. the scariest moment of my life was the start of the race of my of anything I've ever done in my entire life because those the first ponies are what they call Nadim racehorses, yeah. and they know where they're going, and they go about 20 miles in a race in general. So when they said go, and there's that silly picture. When they said go and dropped the flag, um, I panicked for about a mile and a half. The horse was running. running. I mean, not like our running away horses where you can kind of check its face a little bit. No. It was like being on a brick that someone threw. <laughs> and you're just like, Ugh. and so it ran away. And there's me after my horse fell on me. Um, you had a shot. Man, you know what? Tick, you're getting tick, a shot t- in, t- in the Maynard
3: butt. Is on after you. He's actually, he just texted yes. me. He's actually downstairs right now. Um, at the door, funnily enough, um, because we lock everybody out Uh, in this show. But uh, Oh, what is that? That's
1: a vulture. Yes,
3: it is. Why do you have a vulture?
1: Oh, he was Because that's when people
3: die. Yeah, see my shirt? Safety third. <laughs> so What's the first second. I, I don't fun and adventure. Yeah. fun adventure. Oh, and then safety. And here right. here's here's
4: the vulture that eats you when you die. When
3: right. okay. <laughs> you body is left on the Mongolian. Trail. They don't have right. to fly right. you home. Oh, no. no, it's okay. not necessary. There's <laughs> a vulture that it's will not. come <laughs> and eat you. Um, it's incredible.
1: It it really is. I it's mean, it's your a great race,
3: fun, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, you so you, you got on Mongolian ponies you've never been on before that were only semi
4: rope. So with a rope in its mouth. With a rope.
3: With 11 pounds of gear.
1: Yeah, Yeah. don't get off to pee. Don't get off to pee. Don't get off to pee. Where pay. do you pee? Well, you better go before you get on. <laughs> Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, because you're probably
4: not going to get back <laughs> okay. on it. So what happens if you fall off and you lose the miles. horse? Do they come You'll
1: get you? You have to walk. Push your SOS. No, oh, my Well, they're pony leaves way, <laughs> no, I, I can be proud to say that I never came oh, off. That's when Did you he take he? a Shi wee with you. I'd be a... D- I <laughs> <laughs> you take a Shi you know d-
3: she- wee No. The thing you the plastic Shiwi thing like that makes you pee like a man and then you pee off the side of the saddle. Just saying. That sounds. Dangerous. I never heard thought coming sea from me. Get
4: you I sea think sea I way. would have to keep a rope to it even when I fell off the pony. Oh, there is.
1: I couldn't that far. The <laughs> <laughs> there is a rope connected to the bridle, but I don't recommend hanging on. I would be hanging on. I think. I don't want to walk that far. You can push the button. the whole way there. You can push the button and take a time penalty. Can you? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I didn't come off? No. No, I was too scared to come off. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> blame you. In brain. Oh, were they smooth? <laughs> no. <laughs> they were rough? Yes. Some of them are sort of smooth. Um, but you don't really know because most of them, when you get on, they sort of bolt. And they bolt for a really long time, so, so you get your wits about so you, kind of, when you're getting on a new one. What's the prize
4: for the, all of this? Now you could do the race, and you're going 630 miles mm-hmm. with 11 pounds of gear. You can't pee. You're eating mutton, mutton, <laughs> or
1: <You laughs> <You can't laughs> oh, oh, whatever that is, <laughs> um, and a very high, f- very good high five.
3: A very good high five is the prize. Yeah, there you go, And, and then the you get to tell people like me. That I, did. I rode in the Mongolian Derby, and I go, oh, I So where does the entry
1: fee go to? The people that have the, the horses? Absolutely. The, um, Some, yes, it really does help. support the, um, the herdsmen that help put on the race. You know, mm. there's several, there's veterinarians, there's medics, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, there's a lot that goes What is the race. fee? Um, it's almost $14,000 it really for the entry fee. Is it really? It is. Wow. It's
3: that's tough, you gotta like. That's just the entry fee and then you gotta the fly, fee. you gotta
4: fly over there and fly back. Mm-hmm. And stay. And, and stay. And it's safe. Mongolia's but you don't have to buy your safe.
3: meals because you get muttons.
1: Right? <laughs> this is true. This is is there McDonald's there or anything? No, there is no McDonald's in Mongolia. <laughs> mm. It's pretty awesome.
3: And you had a little fundraiser deal for charity for while Moffett. you were doing it, right? I
1: rode for Moffat, yes, and I did have some sponsors and you. I raised quite a bit of money for Moffitt. I don't have the exact number on me right now, but it was quite a bit of money. You're and I'm very proud of it. So you
4: said that most of the people ride for charities. They do. That's so it's amazing. like every,
1: if you finish, they, they pay so many, um, so um, much a mile or? I did mine a little bit like that, but most people just contributed lump sums to me too. That's fantastic. You know, to Moffitt, not to me, but to Moffitt.
3: Well, Perfect. you know what? The, these two segments just absolutely flew by and i got so many more questions i know have so to have do Kevin i come back and do I was we'll just yeah we could have lunch because <laughs> i've got a lot of questions for you that's really amazing congratulations yeah, thank you, you. congratulations that's a fantastic on that thing to do what an amazing accomplishment and and to be just right here in what Dade City, just close by us. And and I, um, I really think a
4: lot of being able to raise money for different charities. I mean, that's really that says a lot about a person. So congratulations on Thank that. You. It's really great. So well, yeah. there's big things to come in 2021. So maybe we'll be on Maybe we'll get in the suitcase and go with. <laughs>
3: Uh, getting picked out of a couple of thousand people it's amazing. It's a pleasure to meet you, Patty.
0: Thank yes. you
5: for having oh, like me. Muffins. <laughs> muffins? Muffins. Thank you. It was very <laughs> nice, nice to
1: meet you, to too. Dolphins.
3: Muffins. <laughs> <laughs> muffins. And <laughs> and
1: muffins.
3: <yeah. laughs> Incredible. What an accomplishment. Wow. Patty Long, uh, really, really uh, impressive uh, lady that rode in the Mongolian Derby. I'm, uh, I got it on the top of my bucket list now. And uh, <laughs> so does Paulette. We're not going to pee for 25 miles and eat mutton. <laughs> We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show with uh, eventer and author Tick Maynard. Uh, We'll be back in just a few minutes. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This show
2: is sponsored in part by Equus Inn. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equus Inn by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equus Inn. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, Enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show.
6: You never heard of a talking
2: horse?
7: Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton.
0: What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Paul <laughs> Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of all
3: right.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, in the studio with me, co-host, Paulette Stout. And joining us, special guest, we have back here with us, inventor and author, Tick Maynard. And we also have Nick back from Horseman's University. Lovely to have you guys back with us. Thanks, Thanks for having yes. yes. We just had a... Uh, We've been talking about the Mongolian Derby. Oh, my God. We overheard some. Can you believe that? That Crazy. 630 (laughs) miles, right, in the Mongolian desert. In how many days? She had to do it in under 10 days. The winner did it in seven. And you can only carry 11 pounds of stuff with you. And you have to eat mutton. And stay with nomadic families and ride ponies that are hardly even started under saddle wow. with like rope halters and you can't get off to pee for 25 miles because if you do you can't get back on
7: <laughs> so what i want to know is is uh is the winner a better rider or did they just get a better horse or are they just more you ambitious probably, possibly possibly
0: probably horse. Horse. lucky yeah well, I think like
7: not it's not a matter of like the training yeah, or the I level of riding so. they just Got uh, lucky and yeah. got a fitter yeah. horse.
3: Could yeah. be I a combination, so. probably. Depend on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, how, and, how, and how many times you and, how, and if you cute and you wink at the at the. <laughs> the, <laughs> the <laughs> and he gives out. you a
7: yeah.
4: nice horse. so you do all these sign language things about the horse that you're going to get on.
7: Because I want, if I do that, like I want to be competitive. Like I don't want to be going in there thinking like I'm going to be like finishing 80 seconds. How can you not be competitive? No, never. Well, you
3: know what. What, what she was saying, was, it was pretty interesting, she said the first one she got on, it, it was like somebody threw a brick. I mean, it just went like, boom, just off with it? Like it knows like it's,
7: like its job; it's ready to go. Yeah,
3: yeah. I so mean, point it off. in the right direction when you get <laughs> oh and <my laughs> hang on. <my laughs> <it laughs> One
8: yeah.
4: yeah. well,
3: well, sword it,
0: doesn't though.
4: steer and it doesn't stop, nor does it back up. So
8: <laughs>
7: it just goes forward. Yeah, that's like <laughs> <right>. miles. <laughs> you gotta know your course. Like, do they, do they, like in cross country, you walk your course first. Do they even know where they're going all the time, or are they the just road. I the, think
4: it. that picture just had that road. It's marked, right? I think it's
3: all marked. But you could hardly <laughs> like walk, you <laughs> can't really walk 630 miles. No, I think, no, you're like, I hey, I think it was the map marker
4: map back there, got to turn around. <laughs> and go
3: back. <laughs> Somebody
4: mess with you and say you're wrong <laughs> I'd office. be the yeah. first
3: one lost. Can you imagine if you fell off in the desert
4: though? <laughs> no, and but what, took what
3: if oh you get
8: lost Do they
4: go find you or just, they just wait till you show up
8: again? <laughs> there must be some
7: kind of like
0: a safety. <laughs> well, I'm
7: also They send
4: like out the vultures.
7: If you do this a few years in a row, like you must have an advantage, you know the course, right? shortcuts like yeah. just cut the what edge off
3: it's on my bucket list now I you don't do know that I would want to do that But Take she's the... impressive though I think no, this is amazing here's this little tiny and she, one. and she
4: pressed enter and <laughs> then they called it back two days <laughs> you get
3: picked out 45 people get picked out of over 2000 and she got picked
7: so how do they choose yeah, I,
3: I guess it must be yeah. Yeah. they interview wow. you
8: so, is that 11 pounds including water? I mean, no. you get well, it? No. Okay, in addition to so that.
3: But 11 pounds except water. <laughs> so,
8: <laughs> so if sure. it matters at that
7: point. <laughs> I never buy 11 pounds. He's yeah. like, no, yeah.
3: <laughs> and you live with nomadic families. I have so many
7: questions so not about carrying, this. you're like, yeah. your sleeping bag or your tent because you're staying with yes. people. Yes. Yeah.
8: Well, that's not, yeah. I'm sending so you say we away. Away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I the there. Yeah,
4: I would just like, oh, do it God. just to do it just for the scenery. I know I mm-hmm. do it just yeah. to say I did it. You know, I, would I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. rush. Yeah. it. Well, do they have <laughs> support crew? Like,
7: can you go with support crew and just help somebody? That <laughs> <laughs> would <laughs> be really cool. Wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah kind of like bike
8: races, like those ultra bike races and stuff. Like, support always like a
7: medic or an assistant or something like that, and you kind of follow along. I guess if you can
4: speak their language. Kinda interesting. Right? I guess oh I wonder friends. if they have one of those things you put in your ear. You know, like, like you Google Translate the and it just <laughs> translates.
7: <laughs> or maybe you can I'm do the like water. that.
3: Hey, <laughs> he just said that pony <laughs> sucks. I
7: <laughs> it. <laughs> he said
3: that pony sucks. I
1: don't
3: want that pony. To <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have <laughs> you, are you, are nice.
7: you seen these like apps for Duolingo or? or yeah, uh, yeah. just, like, Learning <laughs> Mongolian on your way over. I saw him on
4: Facebook, and they, they, he goes up to somebody like is is Asian, and and they they say something, and they and they hear it, and they go, Oh! <laughs> 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 like, they knew what he said. Yeah, those are handy now.
8: You can like. Uh, do it live on a video where you just point the camera at like a sign and it's in a different language and it translates it on the screen.
7: No way. Yeah, yeah, just know that those you know,
4: ponies speak Mongolian too. So you'd have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> what is
3: woe in Mongolian? Right, right. Can someone Google that first please? What is woe in Mongolian? Is it still woe?
7: I think like a deep. Rich sound.
6: And do they still
3: do the I pretty universal. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The yeah. Yeah. In my experience,
7: yeah. Or some form of the clock, yeah. So yeah.
8: I feel like there's right, a documentary
7: look, in the I got a so prize there, for
3: somebody, if anybody has the answer.
7: So. Well, Patty's gonna be back in here with the, to collect the prizes. Yes, I'm
3: okay. kidding, <laughs> the whoa. what is woe
7: in Mongolian?
3: Tick, what is up with you? Tell us. What's new and exciting?
7: Well, uh, we still got uh, my wife and I, Shane helping. We're doing pretty well on our farm. We've been through our fourth summer here now, and it's still hot. Just
3: like it is beast. still hot? <laughs> yeah.
7: Were you expecting <laughs> it to go well, uh, off? i, or I right? just People say, like, you'll get used to it, and I'm not used to it yet. Like, Listen, it's my fourth summer down here, and I'm not used okay, to it. Okay, so
3: I tell, can I tell you the good news? Yeah. I have been here for, I've been in Ocala for 20 years. Are
7: you used to it? I, I am.
3: Okay, so I can't say I'm used to it, but I can tell you this. Yeah. The first few years I was here, yeah. I literally thought I was actually going to die. Yeah. Now, I don't think I'm
7: going so to die. So now it's like just a notch yes. below yes. A,
3: There is a gradual decline in the feeling of the possibility of death. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Well,
7: you're from uh, England, and I'm from Vancouver, which has a similar climate. It's a climate. similar it's, you climate, You know, like a temperate yes. kind of yes. rainy it's
1: climate. It's yeah. Freezing,
4: by, is by the what way, it is. I was no, I lovely. was in it's Niagara Falls. Oh my two God, weeks ago. no, that's freezing. Okay.
3: And, and it I gets loved below it. 80. I loved Niagara Falls.
5: Below 80 is <laughs> freezing. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> the threshold for me. is below
3: yeah. 80. Oh, stop. <laughs> No, That's I'm, pretty high for a threshold. I'm really looking forward to the weather cooling off, but I have now used to be run from air conditioning to air conditioning and do something outside in between. Now it's, I can be outside and I can stand it. So it does get better. Yeah. And my theory is that wherever you live, like three months a year is going to suck, period. Yeah. So it's either three months a year snowed in or it's three months a year sweating to death. So you just <laughs> have to decide what your poison is and That's it, really, you know. (laughs) Uh, We have got to wrap this segment up, but we're coming right back, and we have these two chaps with us, and we're going to talk a little bit about Horseman's University, and then we're also going to show you the Horse Talk Show's discount on Tick's book. So we'll be right back in just a couple of minutes on the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton. Stay with us.
2: This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, Certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1KHelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety.
3: Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my crazy co-host, Paulette Stout,
6: top equestrian. Hard
3: time model. <laughs> time model, yes. yes. <laughs> also joining us in the studio, evento and author, Tick Maynard. And we have Nick here from Horseman's University. Nick, tell us what you got going on with Horseman's University lately.
8: Well, there's a lot of uh, you know, new content coming on, the, the library and everything, that's what I'm doing down here is filming Tick and we're going through a couple of different series with him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's just always something new coming up with the, with the library and everything. One
4: Where, thing new. Tell me one thing new.
8: One thing new. Well, we've got a, a nice series that we're doing with Tick here that's uh, how to take your horse from not having any exposure to jumping to going into jumping. Um, so kind of like what you were just asking me about on the break a little <laughs> bit, right? <laughs> so
7: yeah.
9: Yeah. Yeah,
8: yeah. So kind of like a step zero, even like understanding just the you know the jargon that's thrown around with eventing and with uh, show jumping and cross country and everything. We've
7: got some people on that are following the Horseman's University that maybe want to start jumping but have literally in their life n- life never jumped mm-hmm. over a jump before on a horse. So yeah. this is kind of like we're starting from square one with some of these videos, which is which is a fun challenge for me because like I've been jumping since as long as I can remember both my parents ride. A lot
4: of that can help even with people that do obstacles. Oh, yeah.
7: Yeah, yeah. You know, even, even if they want to do, they want to
4: eventually them. do even uh, working equitation or something, and, and mm-hmm. I mean, that's a higher level to do the jump, but it doesn't yeah. matter. It's not that big. Yeah. But uh, how to teach them. to?
8: Yeah, move. yeah. Yeah, straight. absolutely. And one of the big parts is building the confidence in the horse to be able to go up and try something new or like and teaching them. And building the
4: confidence in the people. Yeah, the yeah.
8: confidence in the people for sure, but trying to, to go up and just experience something new in a different way in a way that's positive not just kind of like forcing them to go over the jump or accomplish the task it's more how they think about Mm -hmm. how to do that task Mm -hmm. that's
4: extremely important because even with anything that I tell people it's not just doing it it's not just getting over it's how it's done what you're trying to do the Mm -hmm. the pace the the how how do you approach it how do you teach the horse? What do you do to do those things?
1: Yeah,
7: mm-hmm. yeah. You know,
4: your job being the pace and the direction, their job is to do it.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we had an interesting, uh, get some interesting challenges when we try to break stuff down. So mm-hmm. one problem that people have is when horses stop, it jumps. Mm-hmm. And so I broke down you know, into uh, six or seven different reasons why, why a horse stop. might stop. And then depending on the reason, you deal with it in a different way. Gosh, yes. you know? I wish
3: I'd known you when I was a little girl. Of course, then you were a little boy so it would never have worked. <laughs> I had these <laughs> naughty ponies <laughs> that stopped and jumped Awkward. and my teacher could never tell me
0: anything. I that was like, where is this going?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that that was a nice moment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, it wouldn't That's have worked. Would have a, you know, a young yeah. trainer
7: would have never been able no.
3: to. No, <laughs> but nobody could ever tell me why my pony yeah. stopped and jumped so what are the five or six run
7: through them well uh the first one i said uh was the horse is overfaced, which is a common problem it's not really necessarily Mm -hmm. fear but it's a you know it just takes repetition to get used to jumping Mm -hmm. like a three foot jump and then before that you do a two foot jump before Mm -hmm. you you do a one foot jump so it's progressive Mm -hmm. another reason is they're distracted like you're coming to the jump and they're thinking about an umbrella yeah and sometimes even thinking back to the rider rather than thinking forward Mm -hmm. to the jump another reason is fear like and once you have a horse going to outright fear like you've got to really then back off Mm -hmm. the whole concept of what you're doing
4: because you don't want to overface
7: yeah another reason is (coughs) you've somehow inadvertently made it easier for the horse to stop than to jump Mm -hmm. sometimes after horses have stopped like i'll I'll see the rider coming back to the jump and they're not actually afraid the horse is going to stop again they're afraid the horse is going to jump. Like all their <laughs> body language is like, I'm actually scared my horse is going to jump this time because they're going to get thrown out of attack the because they think the horse is going to jump so yeah. big, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're giving that body language like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another one is um, fear. Fear. We talked about Anticipation fear. Of Anticipation of fear is a great one. Like your your saddle maybe, um, or pain. I think is what we mm-hmm. called it. Your yeah. sa- maybe your saddle doesn't fit. Uh, maybe the horse has got like weak hocks or they've had an injury. Mm-hmm. So pain is a reason why they might stop. But then also you might get rid of the pain, and they might be anticipating that the saddle 's going to. Oh, that's true. You know true, what I mean? Yeah. So then you so got The pain's gotta,
3: gone away, but because they've had the pain in the past. They've had it in the
7: past. Yeah. So then you got to like then you got to back down again, lower the jumps, and go through it, and yeah. build up a new sort of series of. Um,
4: confidence
7: confidence like at a lower height mm-hmm. and really the, out of the seven the only one that I had where I would use the whip is when they start stopping out of habit and you've actually yep. crossed off all of these other things and to me habit is almost like where they think they're supposed to stop you know like yeah. it's not to do with confidence they're just coming up to it and they've just stopped enough times where you yeah. got to go hey yeah, at like that point you
3: know? Do you know what really helped our, our horses and ponies in England was chase me Charlie and yeah. I don't think Americans play Chase Me Charlie. I don't
8: even know what that is. Yeah.
3: Chase Me Charlie is wonderful. <laughs> and it was actually really good for Naughty Ponies. So um, it started. And actually, we're going to put Tick's book up here in just a minute on the screen for you. If you're watching on Facebook, um, you'll be, you're going to see his book. And then we're going to put a, the Horse Talk Show special uh, promotion up there as well in just a sec. But Chase Me Charlie is you start with a little jump. Actually, you start with a pole on the ground and everybody is in the ring at the same time terribly yep. dangerous yep. and everybody goes <laughs> around over the pole and then it goes up to the first hole and everybody goes around yeah. and over it and then the next and the next and the next and uh, they're all following each other which is herd instinct yep. anyway yep. so they're all comfortable and it's gradually going up and up and up and mm-hmm. up and if you knock it down or you refuse it then you're out and we've done one that left too. Of I just the end never is never called that it's yeah. called chase me charlie i love like using the
7: herd direct. dynamic yeah. you and know like they're great following confidence each
3: other you know we would stay safe distance apart mostly <laughs> <Yeah>. Usually, <laughs> unless yeah. someone got silly and you know went yeah. too fast, but mm-hmm. but it was a good confidence builder, and it was also a really good way of you know getting the horse from the low to the to the.
7: Well, the two great like sort of theories behind that were one is you've got the herd mentality helping them, which is a great way mm-hmm. for cross country horses or horses going on a trail ride to get confidence. That's like a fox hunt. Because they go out with other. Everybody horses. goes
3: with you or without yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> then book. The Let's put. Chick's yeah, go book ahead. Up. Yes, let's let's pop the picture up on the screen. Mm-hmm. There it is, in the middle of the horseman. So, has Absolutely. anybody,
7: has anybody in this room read the book? I'm going to kind of put you guys on the spot here.
3: I started to read part of it. You I, I actually have read <laughs> um, pieces on read it. It's pieces actually, it? Okay. I, I like the um, fact that you've got the good and the bad in there. Yeah. yeah. I like some <laughs> yeah. of the bad and the ugly. Yeah. Um, this is actually not it, the Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> 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 um, I like the, um, I like the, the fact that you've got like stuff that's real in yeah the, there's some not stuff that
7: was like hard to share actually yeah i'm yeah, yeah. sure
3: mm-hmm. and i know you were last few days of, before you actually released the book you were like kind of yeah out. I, was a little, I was a
7: little nervous yeah uh, yeah
3: and and let's put the um let's put the special up for the horse talk show i like this um this Do discount. We have yes we should
7: that's not the right one no. but that's a good one that's just showing that it's an e-book and you yes, can it get is, it oh um, it is an ebook. yeah now. so like Phenomenal. amazon or wherever you get I your ebooks that was from it is. It thank is special. you. Yeah, it is special. Yeah,
3: it is it special. Is special. yeah. Oh, yeah I like. That. And, and that's uh, special. Here we go. Horse so, talk show.
7: Use coupon code Horse Talk Show at checkout for 20% off at HorseandRiderBooks.com.
3: Horse and listen. Don't you all go on Amazon and try and use that because it says right there HorseandRiderBooks.com 20% right. off Horse Talk Show, and um, really incredible. A great horseman. Repeat uh, that again. In yes, it Horse HorseandRiderBooks.com. Rider. And and the code is HORSE TALK SHOW. 20%, 20%
9: off. 20% off. 20% off. 20% That's
3: a nice. good discount. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to invite you. I don't know what you're doing on November 7th. But you should be here. We're going to have an expo right here at the market. Oh, wow. All, breed, all breeds expo. We're going to have live horses walking around. Live so horses? Ops. Live no, horses. No yeah, dead, horses horses that are not dead No horses dead horses. <laughs> we don't no like dead ones. horses. <laughs> we only
6: want <laughs> live <laughs> ones. <We're And laughs> no no, no <laughs> zombie <laughs> horses. <laughs> We're also
3: going to have the 1859 Stagecoach here giving rides. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no <laughs> no I way. Cool. might even drive it again. I want to I go can bring the skeleton I have. Stop it. Listen, when I was in Biggest the other day. Halloween, right? Yes. Yes. Yes we're going to be we're going to be invisible there is a skeleton of a unicorn in big lots right now that lights up for halloween you can't make this stuff up I'm
7: okay a horse skeleton yes
3: but we're going to be we're going to be
4: in the green screen You'll yeah. just hear the voice. Maybe eyeballs. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> no, November 7th, What's anyway. You voice? need
3: to be here.
7: November 7th. What what day of the yeah. week is that? It is a
3: it's Thursday, day and day day. it is from I 5 to 9 in the evening. And day. we're going to have two horses an hour walking around for photo ops, and you should Perfect. be here Perfect. Well. 5 to
7: 9 on a Thursday, yeah. yep. each November. in
3: Books, November.
7: Yes. And uh, is there going to be, like, you know, eating or drinking? If I'm not drinking, i full riding. Full riding. Full riding. I watch that mechanical. Those are dead those dead. Those are dead <laughs> that that right. So uh, <laughs> is there like a is there a prize for the best bull rider? Like how I want to get in on this.
3: We should do a prize. Should
7: yeah. yeah. Do okay, a
3: we'll prize. do a prize. Let's do textbook.
7: a prize. Yeah, there you prize.
3: go. For yeah. but, I don't but, win but you're going to be shy sure doesn't <laughs> want to win his own
7: book. <laughs> 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 I want a different prize.
3: Apparently he thinks he's going to win the prize. Well, I might not win, but I don't know. I feel like you there's that some kind of motivation You can get where we'll you, can we'll like you
4: cannot ride the we'll Mechanical do, do you
7: think there's going to be long lineups to ride the <laughs> Mechanical, <laughs> mechanical, <laughs> mechanical <laughs> Bull? Yes. he oh, enters Yeah, and usually they usually don't last real long because
4: it's the first this and they're off.
7: That's true. You're talking five to six seconds I'm going to be there in the video. The people them, they slow them down when pretty girls. I've
0: operated like yeah, them, so line. I guarantee <laughs> then you then that you won't ride in going to kill me tomorrow when you have uh, to shorten oh all those
3: segments.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Long lines for chase me, Charlie, all
5: night. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> the
3: stagecoach is really going to be here. The 1859 stagecoach is going to awesome. be here. I might drive it again. I did drive innocent people at the 18 at the. Innocent
4: people? <laughs> 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 no, 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 no,
3: what's the no, difference, no,
4: difference no. between innocent and non-innocent
0: people?
4: We need to get of innocent people this
3: next
0: time <laughs> <to> <laughs> <laughs> at the
3: Marion County Guilty birthday.
5: <laughs> he gave
3: me the reins and there were six of them, horses, oh my goodness, and I'd never driven a- before. And I looked at him, I said, there are innocent people in there. <laughs> <laughs> You can't make this non-innocent. We gotta wrap this up. Yeah, we're getting the That's
7: international sign. I know we're getting the <laughs> sign. <laughs> That's the last two minutes. And it's <laughs> over <Yeah. laughs>
3: Tick and Nick doesn't get much better than that. No. Oh, and by the way, yeah, if your hands, we wish the you, put you put came back every week. Thank
7: you. <laughs> Thanks for having us on the show. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's Thanks been fantastic. please Thank come
3: time. back again. For sure. Horseman's University, you better find it. And tick, well, you know, tick. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. Stay with us.
2: This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance. Promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is sponsored in part by Ovation Helmets, the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today. For hot Florida summers, you can't do better than Ovation. Check them out at englishridingsupply.com or get fitted for a safe, lightweight, new helmet at Tac Shack of Ocala. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal, like Jockey and Horse, Shavings Delivery and Manure Removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality Pine Shavings Delivery and Manure Container Rental and Removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice. (coughs) Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information.
3: Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, (coughs) our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, I have my crazy co-host. She loves it when I call her that. (laughs) (laughs) Top Equestrian Paulette Stout is with me, and we have special guests in the studio with us, Sean Hall, thrown straight under the bus this week. Said he didn't have time to prep. I said, you don't need time to prep. (laughs) Just come on it's in. cowboy
6: intuition. You exactly. just Exactly. That's right. We're
3: just going to talk about horses. Welcome to the show.
6: Thank you. Glad to be here.
3: Tell us a little bit about you.
6: Oh my gosh. Uh,
3: horse person all your life? Horse
6: person all my life. Grew up on a ranch, cattle ranch in New Mexico. Uh, my family's cattle ranchers. Um, We're in New,
3: ne- New
4: Mexico, just outside
6: of Portales, Clovis area. Um, oh,
4: Clovis! I love that auction.
6: <laughs> I grew up in a little small town called That's House so New Mexico. <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> I love that.
4: They Clovis do. Option. They have
6: one of the best, the best quarter horse auctions around. Ever. Yes, ma'am.
4: And fun.
6: Yep. <laughs> um, trained my whole life. I I grew up high school rodeo and grew up training horses. By at the age of fifteen, I was starting and learning, and I grew up with some some great, just uncommercialized. Horseman, in that area. Isn't that the best way? Oh, it was the best way. One of the best legends I've ever met in my life. A man named Larry Webb was, was a phenomenal horseman. He's 90-something years old now, still climbs uh-huh. in the middle of a did two-year-old. I so um, I've, I've got the great privilege to work with some great horsemen. I've traveled all over the country and, and trained and did clinics whatnot. and whatnot. About 2010, it brought me out to Florida. So I did a clinic out here and, and got the privilege to, uh, to work with Carol Harris and I trained for her, many I love her. many colts and young She's horses. Like, and
3: when I saw your name, when I posted the pictures with Carol, and I saw, you know, she put, you had you trained for her, I was like, I have to talk to that guy. Uh, I absolutely love her. I've met her mm-hmm. twice, mm-hmm. and the second time <clears> I met her, I felt like I'd known her my right. whole life.
6: She She's was a very
3: positive energy, isn't she? Oh my yeah. gosh, huge. everything. huge.
6: Positive. I'll tell you a story. It has to, to, to have
3: made a difference to rugged lark, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't it make a difference? Mm-hmm. Don't you believe that, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. if you own a horse? And, well, she had and such
4: love for. I mean, yes. she really, really passion and love for yes. what she did. Oh, yes.
6: everything, yes. right yes. down yes. to her babies. I mean, it was. Mm-hmm. She was a phenomenal woman.
3: Tell us the story. You can tell us the story. Well, it, it was
6: funny because Carol was always the type. She had to be in the middle of everything. And oh yes, I can I've imagine
3: never, that. I've never,
6: I yeah. never had an owner just really kind of sneak out of the out of the office and come watch and I'd catch her every once in a while at the edge of the round pin or something and she'd be down low just looking through the through the panels of the boards but she was one of those women if 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 she wanted something changed she would tell you and describe how you wanted it changed. She was she was just a phenomenal horsewoman in herself. Um, I don't know it was it was a great privilege privilege to work for to be honest with you but I you know I was there for I don't know probably a good six seven months and And I got the opportunity to take a contract in Alaska and I spent four years up there and and that was training horses doing clinics in Alaska Um, yes ma'am we were based out of Wasilla Alaska Uh, wound up getting up there and getting involved in the rodeo became a uh, the American Quarter Horse Association the regional district up there I became one of their board members and and showing horses and so forth and we uh I wound I up getting involved in the rodeo community a lot and found out that they didn't have any bucking horses. So I took a trip to uh, Kodiak, Alaska, and we gathered about 1,300 wild horses off the island and shipped them over on a barge and bucked them out. Unbelievable. So it's, yeah, it's better an adventure. So, <laughs> <Alaska>. <laughs> but then we wound up coming back to Florida. So been have been here ever since and training off and on, and we're fixing to go into a full-scale mode of, of training and and kind of get into this RRP program of the thoroughbreds. T- yeah,
3: tell us what the, what is the RRP program. Tell our listeners about that.
6: You know, from from what I understand, and I'm still learning about it a little bit myself, but it's it's the rehoming of these of these thoroughbreds, the off the track thoroughbreds, um, giving them an opportunity to go into a diff- different discipline. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an amazing thing because for years you've seen these you know you've seen these thoroughbreds when they're done with them on the track. They're
1: done. They're done.
6: And they're and so versatile, they can oh,
3: do so
4: much. I love but them. But you got to make a market for them, and that's what's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And I think people are realizing that. And, and, you know, they're trying to redo the show world differently. And as long
1: as absolutely.
7: Keep
4: people keep pushing that way, and having the shows that is a, maybe not a money-making, but being able to get recoup some of your sure. investment back and making them valuable again. Is it years years ago the third birds were the ones that were the hunters not the warblers oh my gosh
6: it's not even it's beyond the english world i mean i was talking i was talking to somebody the other day i remember 15 20 years ago working on some of the biggest ranches out west of your herd horses were thoroughbreds because of the agility in them.
4: Mm -hmm. And the endurance. And the endurance. And they're ever-ready batteries. Absolutely.
6: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, you know, once I learned that they had this uh, ranch versatility classes with the RRP RRP program, that was right up my alley. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I mean, there's no better way to make a good trail horse, make a good horse for an older lady, things like that. And, And even kids. But you get them out and involved around cows. Mm-hmm. They ain't no different a quarter horse. Yeah, you know it's it's all of what's in the hands of what's making them, and and you can see the potential in every single one of them. So why not give them a second chance? Mm-hmm. We get it every day. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my philosophy on it. Um, I think it's going to be a, a great program. I took a I took a step away from the training for a little bit because I needed to reevaluate some things in my life and. Mm-hmm. And when you have the passion and when it runs through your blood, you can't get rid of it. No, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) So it's... It's It's only like
3: one year in my whole life, I think, that I didn't have a horse. And I was so depressed the whole time. I was like, you know, i got to get out of this. I don't need to be doing it. I don't don't need to be spending the money or the time. And... And it was one year, and I was absolutely miserable, and that was probably the only yeah. year. Oh, yeah, if you're
6: a horse person, you take a horse away from yeah. you, you might as well just Somebody said, away. well, yeah. you
3: know, the
4: things that have, have gone on in my life, and they said, well, do something else. I said, what am I going to do? Yeah. This is who I'm, what I am.
6: Well, and that was kind of like for me, you know, when we moved back to Florida, it was, it was a feast or famine type deal. Um, I lost a huge investment, and I had to make a decision for my family, so I started a fitness company. It's been great. But like I said, when that passion is there, mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna continue more. So that's where I'm at now is is we're really gonna build this program up um and try to do something with it. So
3: It's incredible. No, good for you. RRPs. It's a wonderful labor of love, but it's also a great cause and I really believe that that there's <clears> a that there's a real place for thoroughbreds in, in I've seen them do everything from run barrels right. to yeah. To event and and I've seen so many of the the different event uh, three-day eventing uh, Events now adding bonuses, you know bonus money for thoroughbreds yep. and and I love to see that because they they're But it needs they're to be wonderful.
4: the off the track thoroughbreds and it mm-hmm. needs to be even the ones that don't make it to the track Because Absolutely. there's plenty of them that don't make it, but they're not tattooed
0: mm-hmm. well, that's so no Somehow
4: different. somehow they have to figure out a way to say this horse was in training and it's now didn't make it, it was either too slow, they worked it, said no, they're not tattooed. Yep.
6: Yep. They it's no different with the Mustangs. I mean, just like with the Mustang makeover, they, thank goodness they're doing something I'm because gonna, they're utilizing these horses. It's it's better than just sending them to the slaughter. I know, I know. And, and most, I hate to say that. But
4: I have awesome. both right now sitting in my barn. I got this Mustang the other it's on Sunday. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh my God!" You got a Mustang on Sunday. Yes, he was delivered on Sunday.
6: Just out of the blue, shows up.
4: Well, I did the player's choice thing, <laughs> and I was like, "What am I doing?" And I have this, and the Mustang came from with a cowboy, and he it said, "He came with a cowboy."
9: <laughs> Hold on, can I own one?
4: Wait a minute, where do you do this? You got the on this boat. He <laughs> came with a cowboy. It did, and. And he said to me, he said, you better watch this one. He's really wild. And I said, The you cowboy
5: know or the mustang? no <laughs> <laughs>
4: because, know.
3: listen, all I want to know is there's a cowboy, mo. does he I weedy? Think he
0: does a lot.
3: So <laughs> oh, because that's all <laughs> I, I want. Yeah, I, do. I just want one that <laughs> mows a
0: weedy. <laughs> I
4: want him that can do horses, too. But No, I can handle that. But he said, he said, watch him, he's really wild. I said, oh my God, he was the last one on the trailer. He said, yeah, they kicked the door and they broke the, the welds on the door. And I'm sitting there thinking, what am I doing? I, got the w- I said, yeah, I didn't get the wildest one, did I? Because you don't know it's a video. So we, you know, we get everything's, you know, <laughs> was shimmed. Was this just up. a whim
3: that you had? Because you felt like you needed <laughs> <laughs> It was a whim.
4: It was a whim.
3: I'm not kidding you. When I did this, because you thought after you'd do done cleaning up after the peacocks in the kitchen that you needed <laughs> a Mustang to work on. <laughs> yeah, I guess.
6: Now let me ask you: Was this is this a fresh Mustang right off the range?
4: Yes, it came from it Wyoming. Yes.
6: So he'd been in a whole facility, and they just shipped him straight to you.
4: Yeah, he, he <laughs> went to Illinois, and then this and cowboy picked a bunch of them up, and mine was the last one to be delivered. Oh, sure do you get the the to keep the cowboy bigger. to help you? Well, I'm not sure yet, but we'll, we're working on all those things. Well, he's
6: probably used to Wyoming wages, so I bet you could do a little better.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's in my barn. Next thing is, you'll be... Who? The whole <laughs> 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 What's happened to the show
5: tonight? I don't know. You're both in trouble. <laughs> I want to talk to you we both after
4: the show. Oh, we're getting, we're in trouble. <laughs> Straighten up. Okay. Well. Um. No, <laughs> for real. And you know what? I, I, I was looking at this thing snorting at me, and I thought.
5: Okay. And I, to to and I have
4: so a thoroughbred, so. too. He's definitely
6: from Wyoming.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, he's yeah. from Wyoming. Got a tattoo on his neck. <laughs> I have him on my phone. He's there, believe it or not. The, the horse?
6: horse? The horse. Oh, okay. I like oh, horse. Horse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> Sean? I'm yeah, a pleasure of meeting Very much you. a pleasure. Love to have you come back again. Absolutely. And make us laugh some more good luck with the thoroughbred <laughs> program. Bread. Yeah, no, I, I will be in touch
4: because I'm going to be doing this thoroughbred too. So. Perfect. He's 17 hands. Oh. I know that. He's way too big for me.
6: If uh, if you need some help with your Mustang, let me know.
4: I will. I will
3: Depends <laughs> on whether the cowboy Exactly, pays. yeah. we got to go to break because <laughs> Brendan is going to give me the finger if we don't <laughs> go to break. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> I meant the number one finger. You are number one to me. (laughs) We'll be back in just a few minutes. We're going to wrap up the show, uh, and we are going to give Yvonne Bartow a little phone call and chat with her about this week's rescue at Horses Without Humans. And uh, he's adoptable, and we're going to try and find him a home this week. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We will be right back.
2: This show is brought to you in part by TT you crap! That's like, are <laughs> <product, laughs> oh so, so a lot of yeah. 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 This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tac Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Horseboxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horseboxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at HorseboxesUSA.com. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Have
4: a lot more Larson Farms
2: is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa.
3: Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, your host in the studio with Paulette Stout, my co-host, Crazy Equestrian. And uh, we've had a great show. We've, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Had some great guests in today. And uh, we're gonna wrap it up today with a call to dear friend Yvonne Barteau from Horses Without Humans. We've been, uh, ch- actually, either had her here in the studio or had her on the phone every week for the last, I think, five or six weeks and we've been featuring a horse of the week that's adoptable and we're going to put the pictures up for you. But let's give her a ring and see if we can get her on the phone, shall we? Hey there. Oh, hi, i scared at living daylights out of me. I expect you to answer so fast. How are you? How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm
0: sitting on a Fino at the Pasofino Nationals in Georgia right
3: now. Are you really? That's yeah, exciting. What are you what? Doing? what are you doing? Are you competing?
0: Uh, we're, we're learning we're trying to figure out this uh this little sport. Now see those hear that noise in the background? That's uh that's a horse running over the little clippity clop sounding board. Oh, I like love the clippity clop
3: sounding board. <laughs> that's like uh yeah, it's like um the Billy Goat's gruff. Yes. You know what I thought was so <clears throat> amazing is when I found out that they they judge that by the sound.
4: Yeah. Purity of sound. Yeah.
3: It's the purity of the Purity of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're realizing be... that we know nothing. Yeah. We're realizing
0: we don't know anything, and we're um, we're we're uh, we're just we're just go walking traffic jam out here. <laughs> so are
3: you competing?
0: Yes, we're competing because they they this is the first time they've opened up a rescue class in the national championship wow. for rescue horses.
3: This so, is a rescue class.
0: A rescue class for yeah. and so we decided to support it by showing wow. up with horses, even though we know Jack all about what we're doing here. How <laughs> many? We're, we're watching people and learning, but we're starting our learning today. H- how many did you bring? We brought two. Jen has one, and I have one. We have um, one that's adoptable, Hidalgo, who I'm sitting on now.
1: Hidalgo. Hidalgo. Oh. I think you've seen a picture
0: of him, Pinto. He's a Pinto with a yeah. blue eyes. Um, and he's got the long, pretty hair, and um, he's one to play soccer. But he's a little bit like worried about here because he's never been to something like this. But he's being a pretty good boy. I mean, he's standing still while I talk on the phone, and there's all manner of commotion going on. So he's a good boy.
3: How fantastic! That's so fantastic. I so- know.
0: I think it's pretty cool. So we, but we got the phone so we could make sure that uh, Jen can talk to you about. Um, about gump who's our feature horse this week
3: yeah good yeah hey but before you do the boneyard horses the 19 rescued all still doing well right yes they
0: are so far so good they're all living oh mr snow got adopted i don't know if you've seen you know I everybody's did. in love with yeah. mr snow and he's so dang sweet so
3: yes i saw that he was adopted Which i was one very was excited that? mr yeah, snow he's a favorite i yeah.
0: mean he's my i love
3: him too i shared so it on great. my page mr snow yeah he was adopted i i was really happy to see he was adopted Um, Yes, let's talk to Jen about Gump, and let's put the pictures up on the screen of Gump as well. Please, Joe. if you can give us some. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Good luck.
9: Thank you. Okay. Hi, Louisa. Hi,
3: Jen. How are you?
9: I'm doing wonderful, thank you. How are you?
3: Very well. Tell us about Gump. He's our our Horse of the Week from uh, Horses Without Humans, and we would like to try and get Gump adopted we're going to put some photos up of gump he's a 10 year old 16 one hand bay thoroughbred right
9: yes that is correct he is a wonderful sweet unraced thoroughbred um he has the temperament to be a wonderful trail horse he's um he's stockier built he has some nice shoulders and he has some nice muscle in the back end so i mean he's definitely built more like a quarter horse thoroughbred cross even though Uh, what we know of his history, he's he's just a thoroughbred, but he's definitely he's a very solidly built thoroughbred. He's perfect on trails. Um he just has a really sweet personality. He comes to the gate when you wanna give him his dinner or his breakfast. Um just just a sweet puppy dog personality.
3: And he you said he's ten and he is um, he's
9: ten years old and I've taught lessons with a thirteen year old beginner jumper rider. Um he took her through like a beginner hunter jumper course. So he started yeah. over fences. Oh nice. Um, has nice gates, walk, trot, canner, uh, oh. both leads. So he's a nice, really well-started, unraced thoroughbred that'll make somebody very happy.
3: That's fantastic.
9: Um, yeah, he would be perfect for like a kid or somebody, like an intermediate rider looking for something that, that can be their forever horse.
3: That's fantastic. Does he ha- does he swap
4: his leads at all, or is it something that? No, isn't- he
9: doesn't swap his leads at all. He has both correct leads.
3: Mm-hmm. He doesn't
9: have any flying lead changes, but he does land his leads oh, good.
3: in a course. Mhm. Oh, that's amazing. How long has he been with you, Jen? About a year. Nice, wonderful. So he's got so uh, he's got he's got a good solid year mm-hmm. of, yeah, uh, of good experience. Yeah, I started experience. training
0: with him in December. So that's wonderful. He, uh, yeah.
3: Awesome. That's fantastic. Well, Jen, thank you, and we wish you and uh, Yvonne the very best in the the Paso show this weekend. I think it's awesome that the Paso people are doing a rescue class. Somebody should have went live on Facebook with that rescue class. That's fantastic. They will. They will. (laughs) They will. Good luck, you guys, and um, we're going to try and get a home for Gump if we can. All right? Okay, have all a great right, thank weekend. Thank you so much, Louisa. Yes, thank you. All right, bye. Can you pass me that magazine, please? I got to do a couple quick shout outs. So, um, we're going to put horses. Um, no, that's how I got this one. Um, HorsesWithoutHumans.org um, is the website, if Joe can put that up on the, uh, on the screen. HorsesWithoutHumans.org is the website, and you can find the Boneyard Horses. And uh, that was the 19 that were rescued uh, of, gosh, I guess it must be over a month ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and and shout out to them, to all the work that they've done, bringing those horses back, really impressive. And, and
4: maybe remind people that aren't, that don't know about the barn Boneyard horses. Yeah, 19
3: no. rescued. Um, Yvonne Barteau and her team went out and rescued the 19. They were like bags of, of bones, skeletons. Some couldn't stand. Yep, some could not stand, very sad. Um, and they've brought them back and they're training them and they've rehomed some of them already and uh, very exciting. So quick shout out for Elite Equestrian Magazine. This is um, their segment at the end. Um, Our ad is in their magazine and uh, there you go, you can see it, great uh, news, celebrating the equestrian lifestyle at all the showgrounds in there and you can find the horse talk show in there. So thank you to Elite Equestrian uh, Magazine for all that they do for the horse industry here and uh, and beyond, lots of great stuff in there. So thank you for joining us this week on the Horse Talk Show. It was fun, I know you enjoyed it, we did. And um, yeah, make sure you get your Horse Museum, Dr. Seuss book, oh, Thank you. <laughs> it's my related birthday present. Mine didn't come, I don't know why. <laughs> I have an Amazon <laughs> disorder. I order in the middle of the night and sometimes I think I don't forget. I feel, press the button. I think my mailman <laughs> hates me. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be back at the same time. if you. Uh, Want to tune in on Saturday morning, 97.3, The Sky, radio.com worldwide, that is anywhere in the world. You can also find us uh, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us, uh, our website, thehorsetalkshownetwork.com and we also have a YouTube channel now with some content there, some great videos and local and away uh, special events like the Derby, Live Oak International, fun stuff that you can go and watch uh, interviews with some of the top equestrians from around the world. Uh, We're really happy that you joined us this week. We had a great show. We had some great guests. Happy horsing around until the same time next week.